Cállense la verga. <laughs> You're good, we're good. You get it, Amy? Good. HL Salai Podcast, baby, the most authentic, most organic podcast out here. Let's go. And today's a special day, not just for HL Salai Podcast, but for our special guest and her team. She's been on the podcast, what was it, a year ago? A year ago, yeah, in uh, August. In August, yeah. damn. Happy anniversary. I know. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Man, so it's a live podcast. With both, Amy. With Amy. The brand, please. Poder. Yes, We're repping it right that. now. We're repping it. Right it. Look at this. And before we get started with the whole podcast, we want to clarify why we are teaming up with one of the most genuine teams and most powerful teams out there. So if you want to give the people... A little background on why you decided to. Yeah, so from the first time we met each other, I didn't know who Atosa Live was. And then afterwards, I got on the podcast and then I did my research, uh, looked through their social medias and everything. And I was like, dang, like their podcast is like deep, like actually like meaningful, you know, like it's not like a just like podcast pendejero por ahí. <laughs> No offense to people, no offense. I know, no offense. But, like, I was like, damn, like, I fuck with this. And then, so I remember speaking to Gio and Jesus, and I was like, guys, like, we need to collab with a brand, but we can't just collab with just anyone. It has to be someone who holds the same values and wants basically the same out of their brand, you know, like, to achieve the same goals. And instantly, like, we all said it, we are like, a toast to life. And we were like, dang, like, that would be insane, because it's like, they're a brand, but they're like a podcast as well. So yeah. it's just so different. So the fact that like we just created it, like we were just like, what are we going to do? All of that. And then when we brought up the idea, we were like, I don't know if they're going to say yes. I don't know if they're going to deny it. But hey, you have to take a risk. And that's what we did. And here we are. Three most important things into creating a shirt for, for yourself or for your brand. I think it's just in general for a brand. Like I wanted to create something that not only represented me, but also represented everyone. All of like the Latinos out there, you know, because Poder, like if you don't know about Poder, like now you're going to know. Poder, power prevails over anything. Like this is for all my Latinos out there. Like I wanted to create something that you're able to wear everywhere. Like at first, like I think I mentioned it, it started off like as a gym brand, but now we're kind of moving to everywhere, you know, like more streetwear style. So that's why we wanted to go ahead and do that. And yeah, like with the shirts, it's like, we create everything in my garage. So everything, like, when we make the shirts, that's all our sweat. Like, Dusko said, like, that's all our sweat. That's all our love. That's all our, like, tears. Like, everything's going into making that shirt for you guys. For you, what does the word uh, Latina power mean to you? Que las Latinas tienen el pinche poder. That's When did you believe that, hey, I can do this. Like, I can create a brand. I'm a woman in this industry that is, again, saturated, but... You have your own twist to it. So when did you realize and what's that advice that you can give of being a Latina in the streetwear and clothing brand? Like what what would be your advice? I'm going to be honest. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Like at first I had my doubts and I remember telling Gio, I was like, and by the way, if you guys don't know Gio, Gio is a graphic designer who works on the designs for Bullet. Yeah, shout out Gio. Shout yeah, out shout Gio. Out Gio. Yes, <laughs> that was 28, 28.8 on, on the clock. <laughs> Yeah, he works 24-7. But yeah, I told him, I was like, I don't know what direction this is going to go. I don't know if it's going to fail, if it's going to succeed. But 
I'm going to take the risk because this is something that I want to do. I was never that type of person who was like, I had a dream of just working a nine to five, you know, being a corporate girly or whatever. Like I was like, I want to be my own boss. Like I'm trying to create something, you know, something meaningful. And then I just said, fuck it. And just, Here yeah, you are. I just did it. Yeah. One of the questions we got from our followers, our family, our second family, appreciate every single one of you guys. What, what was your worst piece of advice you ever got? Like, like with the brand or probably from my dad. Like recently, actually, he was like, oh, are you going to continue with Poder? He's like, I don't think you should continue. He's like, because you're almost going to get your degree. He's like, so after that, like, you're going to start working, right? And I was like, on Poder? And he was like, no, like, you're going to use your degree. And I was like, no. And what? then he's like, well, I think, well, they did. I thought he was just, it was like, like a hobby. He's like, I think you should just stop it. He was like, and just focus like with your degree and, you know, work another job. Is it because you think like they don't see the return as what a nine to five may have, which is like some, some have benefits getting a steady cash flow every two weeks or every week, the way you get it. But obviously with your brand, like we put into this, what is it? A month ago. We may not get paid back until a month or two later. You think that's why the doubt, the, the doubt comes from? Yeah, I think he just doesn't want me to, I guess, get my hopes up with Poder. Mm. You know, like, I think he doesn't fully understand, like, having a brand, you know? And I think, like, maybe if I explain it to him a little more, you know, that this is what I want. But, you know, like, Mexican parents are like, okay. <laughs> like, they're like, chingas, ¿qué quieres hacer eso? Yeah. Um, all right, so you're a business owner. You have a brand. How how old is Poder now? It's going to turn two years in February. Okay, so what are three non-negotiables for starting a brand? Definitely know your why. And like I know I've been saying it, but just honestly, don't be scared to take the risk. And another one, I would say if you're going to do it, do it because you genuinely want to do it. Don't just be like, oh, well, I want to start it and not have like actual love and meaning behind it. What was your capital that you had to put into doing your first set of shirts? How much money did you put into it? We're not going to talk about that. One. <laughs> uh, it was basically my savings. So I took out my savings and shout out to my boyfriend because he also helped me out. Took some of his savings out there and we just said, fuck it. Is, is it above a thousand? Yes. Yeah, it's above a thousand. Damn, when they say all money in. It was all money. We in. went all in, yeah. But that I think that goes again. That goes into believing in the brand, believing in your purpose, and you're saying, even if it doesn't come back, mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like I put everything into it and there's nothing that I left unturned. Yeah, exactly. Like even recently, like I think I mentioned it to you when we were working on the shirts that I quit my job. Nine to five. Yeah, yeah I quit because I was like, I'm all in. Because when we met, you were still working nine to five, right? Yeah, I was working like two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So how do you, how do you build the courage to leave something that is for sure? I think I just saw like. I looked at Poder and same with like having like a job, like sometimes the, having the job would interfere with like making the shirts, you know, and like the drops and everything. So I remember I talked it over with Gio and we were like, damn, like we both did it. We yeah. were like, fuck it. You know, like 
we have to full send it because this is what we want. You know, like we want to be able to live off poder and there's always going to be ups and downs, you know, because obviously like you're not every single drop is going to sell out. But like, don't let that put you down. You know, we just have to keep going because even if we get one person buying, like that's good enough for us. Yeah, I think the the conversation I was having with Pepe during the week and some of my other friends was like, we used to, when we didn't get the million views or the hundreds of thousands of views, I was complaining. I'm like, yeah. man, why? Why why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we getting this? But my thought process had to kind of realign itself. Like, yo, like, I used to be grateful for even 10 views, but now I'm complaining because we're not getting 100,000. Yeah. If we get to change one person's life. That's good that, enough. That's enough. Yeah. Because, again, imagine, remember where we started from. Mm-hmm. To where we are now, like we are literally sitting right now in a studio in downtown LA, making this happen with our our friends, our close friends. And when we started this again, like I would have never imagined this, never, never. So like to kind of relate to everybody, it's like even when you have a big dream, when you have a, a, a vision, not everybody needs to believe in your vision. You don't need to get the. The applause from everybody. Yeah, like you don't need the approval from you, anyone. You don't. Because yeah. at the end of the day, some of them that say, no, it's not going to work, it's not going to mm-hmm. work, are going to be the same ones that when you are up and going, are going to come back and be like, yo, I've always believed yeah. in you. And, and it's tough because at the end of the day, like if you don't believe in yourself, then how is anybody else mm-hmm. going to do it? Like that person may not even believe in herself or himself. So how do I expect him to believe in me? Especially when a dream isn't like, it's not tangible. It's a dream, right? Like, you're talking about it first. What comes after that is like, yo, I got to work. I got to put in work like hundreds of hundreds of hours, days, weeks, months. This is months in advance. Like yeah. in a work, this is now we've been throwing up uh, the three because this is year three for us. And it's like, yo, like it took us three years to even get to this point right now. And it's like, yo, from the bottom all the way to now. And we're literally just starting with our purpose like we've always been this person now it's just everybody gets to see it yeah and we get to team up with people that are literally aligning with our morals our visions it's the same things that we believe in exactly we're teaming up and i think that's why it flowed so well and so perfectly mm-hmm. even when you guys came with ideas and we threw ideas we're all like oh we we're thinking that already like yeah yeah not? like let's run it and so with you said it earlier. You you never thought you would get to this point. Yeah. So now, what are what are your what's your vision in three years, in five years, or how do you look into the future, or how do you live by now? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have to. Like, I feel like I have to always look to the f- future and be like, well, what's the next step? You know, after this, like, how am I going to grow? You yeah. know, my business. Like, what's next? And I think right now, like, I've just been thinking. I'm like, I'm trying to get out of the garage. You know, like, I'm super thankful. You know, t- that my parents give me the space to work out of their garage. But you know, trying to move into a warehouse. You know, in the next year. You know, trying to collab. Like, this is our first ever collab, Toast to Life. And like, you know, speaking it into existence. Like, I just know this is gonna bring. Like, I mean, open up many doors for Poder. You know, and seeing what else like that future has in store. Hopefully it's more, you know, like I said, more collabs, yeah. you know, maybe more PR things, like just something, you know, but yeah, for sure. Last question before we got to get back to what we're doing. All right. Or for you to keep taking your pictures. I know we got to get back to the photo shoot. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Shrek 2. <laughs> Why Shrek? Dude, Shrek 2 is so good. Okay. Because I always thought about it. I was like, damn, like Fiona, really like that man 
for who he was on the inside. Like, oh. she didn't give a fuck how he looked. Like, she always just loved him for who he was. So I feel like whenever I watched it, I was like, damn, like, I want to love like that. <laughs> and now I have it. <laughs> But Gio is cute. Gio is cute. So, all right. So, again, I just I know I just said. Wait, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everything happens. Everything happens in LA. Um, My favorite movie, damn, Mighty Joe Young, bro. Maybe you guys are too. I've never. No, No, you guys are too young to even know that. It's like King Kong, but like way back in the day. Yeah. Nope. It was sad. All right. Before you go, all right, you got to really think about this question. All this right. is this is advice for the person that asked this. Okay. Do you remember the first time you fell in love? Would you want to relive that moment again? <laughs> um. Yes, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, dang, this person asking them deep questions, but yeah. Because when, okay, so, (laughs) yeah, so at first, like, with my boyfriend, I didn't, like, think that I was going to be in love with him or even date him. Like, I was just like, eh, whatever, you know, I'm just going to hang out with him. But, yeah, like, I remember the moment when we first fell in love. Like, we went to a museum, and, like, it was so funny. But he was trying to kiss me at the museum, and this motherfucker took, like, 30 minutes, and he still didn't do it. And we were just standing there. But I was like, it was so funny because he just looked like he was just trying so hard. And I was like, I know what you're trying to do. Like, in my head, I was like, just fucking do it. But, in like, just everything, like, how he was, like, he wasn't, like, other guys, you know. Like, he was actually, like, a gentleman, open doors, you know, all this stuff, and, like, he wasn't like your typical like open the door yourself, trash man. <laughs> but yes, I want you to open. You got two hands. But yeah, don't ever settle. Like you will find the one, and that's like I'm going five years strong already with him. <laughs> Amy, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. When we're dropping August, August twenty fifth. August twenty fifth. Make sure you get your shirts yes. because they're gonna sell out, and this is the one time only drop. That we're doing of this shirt because I think we already agreed we're going for a second collab. Yep. Just going to be a different style and this one's not coming back. So go get yours. Support the movement because we got something great coming. All right. <laughs> Did you want Ash- to say something? No. I, I need Ashley to come over here because we're going to run through the rest of the questions. All right. Got it. Time to, we're going to keep going with the rest of the questions so we can go back to the photo shoot. Okay. All right. So for everybody to know, with the proceeds that we get with this drop, Everybody thinks, oh, we're we're selling shirts, or we're gonna use that money, mm-hmm. and we're gonna ball out, go to the club, strip clubs, and all other stuff. No, 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 that's our other money. No, <laughs> <laughs> now, with everything that we're getting back, we're literally gonna give back to our people, to the yep. street vendors, to the florists, to the guys at Sarraspados, the taco florists, stands, everyone, yeah. every single body. As much as El Dinero Rinda, that we had that agreement from the beginning. From day one. That was the, we wrote a whole contract. We've never written a contract, but we were like, we need to put this on paper. I didn't even know what I signed. There was a lot of reading. I didn't even read. I don't even know. But we agreed that this is, this is beautiful. Our movement's going to, our purpose is bigger than what the conversation Mm -hmm. is, than what the shirt is representing. It's literally to help every single body that we can. More money, more help, more, more people we can help. So with everything that we're doing, stay tuned for givebacks. Selling out the raspados, the taqueros, yeah. the florists. 
everybody we can, and that's the agreement that that we're doing. So, your this is the main reason why we decided to collab. Yeah. So, so. in the words of Dusko, it's gonna be legendary. It's gonna be legendary, baby. So stay motherfucking tuned. I'm joined in now by Becca. We're What's gonna up, be y'all? interviewing the team really quick. So this is again the not gonna lie questions are good. The reason why you're here is because you just say how it is. At Chile lo dices. You gotta have those type of friends that don't beat yeah. around the bush. Mm-hmm. You just tell you how it is. Check this out. It's, I'm so nervous. Hold on. It's been two months and and a yeah. half since my ex and I broke up. It was a necessary breakup because we were in a toxic cycle. But I realized I I loved her more than any other girl I've ever been with. I miss her every day. How do I how do I help myself get over her? Oh, my goodness. I think, one, it matters why you guys broke up. And obviously, if you're feeling the guilt, like, okay, I miss her so much, it's probably because he did something wrong. Mm. So I think just overall work on yourself, you might find somebody better, and then you'll be able to provide more to somebody else. Like, everything that you currently feel that, like, oh, I would have, I should have done this, I should have done that, because I love her so much. You're going to be able to do it for somebody else and they might appreciate it. And then you might not do whatever you did that caused the breakup or even if it was her fault that you guys broke up. Um, you think people can change? Yeah, if you really want to, but you have to want it for yourself. Like no one can. I can sit here and be like, can you please do this for me and do that for me? And yeah. you're not going to do it because no te van a hacer a ti hacerlo. So if they have to change for themselves, they have to want to do it. Like, just the way she said right now, like, that he opens the door for her. Who knows if he didn't do that for other girls, right? But he did it for her because that's his person. I'm not trying to put you guys out like that. My bad. Yeah, I think the... I I was having this conversation even just yesterday, but everybody, when they start dating somebody, they expect that they meet them in a certain lifestyle and that they're going to change that for them right away. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro, like, they would change for you when they want to, if it's their time, if they're ready to leave whatever lifestyle they're yeah. going in, because it, it is tough. But like, they're depending on. And then also, I think like things are not always going to be that way because you're going to grow with this person. And then I'm not. Grow together or grow apart. Yeah. And then those habits are not always going to stick because life happens. Things happen. I don't know. It's just, it's not always going to be the same, but you have to. Either you're, again, you're going to grow together, you're going to grow apart, and that's just it. Yeah, and then especially when you're growing apart, you have to know when to let let it go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when is time to Because sometimes holding on is so much worse. Yeah, you get, you go, you you put yourself through more pain trying to hold on to something that's ready to leave. Yeah, 100%. And then you end up, end up in even worse terms, and you end up in a cycle where you're just like, you're just depressed, you're just And I think at that point, it's like more self-damage because you're more in love with the idea of this person, not the actual person. You're in love with the idea of like, oh, but they one time did this for me or I'll just wait until they do this again. It's like, they're never going to do it again. If they didn't already, it's just not going to happen. But until then, I'll wait around. I'll be there for them. And yeah, it's like, no, dude, you got to let them go. Mm -hmm. They're not changing and you're there now. Imagine. Cut the cord. Al Chile. Sorry, so... Bottom line, what's that advice for someone that doesn't want to let go? Think of yourself because you're obviously not, you're thinking of the other person, right? You think if you're not wanting to let it go, it's like self-inflicting that you're doing. So just be a little bit selfish. It's it's your time. 
It's time yeah. to be happy. Yeah. Appreciate you. Gio, my guy, come here. Let's go. Let's run it. <laughs> Join in by the designer of Foder and the designer of this collab, Mr. Gio in the house, baby. What's Let's good, go. Man. What's good? All right. Big question. Do you need school to be successful in your brand? Uh, no. No? Yeah. Okay, why? Well, uh, during when I was actually, at, I attended Cal Poly Pomona uh, for when I was in university. And I was there for a total of six years. Um, coming up on, I believe, around probably my third or fourth year, um, I had a realization because uh, during that time is when uh, Amy and I first started dating. And uh, I remember she was going through a tough time too, trying to discover what she wanted to do with uh, with her life and, and with school and stuff. Yeah. And obviously I gave her, you know, I, I was motivating herself, but you know how when you give someone advice, sometimes it's difficult for yourself to also fall through with your own advice. For sure. Um, while I was, while I was giving Amy the advice, you know, to, uh, on how to find what she wanted to do, I found myself questioning a lot, uh, my own path Mm -hmm. when I was, uh, attending school, I was like, is this even worth it? You know, uh, I reached a certain point where literally I had professors telling us, you know, when we were there day one, day two, they were like, yeah, you guys aren't really going to learn much you know i had luckily i was uh i was gifted enough to have a professor that was you know really brutally honest with us yeah and he told us yeah you guys aren't gonna really learn much here at school he's like what you guys you know those that are gonna really find truly success in this field of you know being a graphic designer and whatnot uh that has to come from the heart you know you really want to have to do it because it's it's a risk you're taking um yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it. It's it's a huge do you, risk. Do you have to have a for graphic designing? What what are what are the two non negotiables for graphic designing? Uh, one being taking a risk because again, the, the what people don't really realize when I say taking a huge risk is that uh, this field is really saturated. It's really saturated, and uh, again, you're not guaranteed a job. You're not guaranteed anything. Uh, once you're done with uh, schooling, and that's the reason, again, why I'm going back to kind of saying why school kind of for this field isn't really worth it, because a lot of what I've already learned, I learned prior to even going to university. Yeah, learning it on your own. Yeah, you learn a lot more. Trial, the trial and error type of type of school. Exactly. Right? The and YouTube universities, the life universities. Yes. Like, I saw you post something about that, too, and I was like, yeah, yeah see, that it's exactly how. Yeah, like kind of, again, we're I'm going back to learning even more on how to use my own cameras, mm-hmm. how to use my systems, because because of what we're already doing, you don't have to go start a whole new business to make more money. It's like, yo, like if you perfected a craft, find things along that same the same line that you know you have more knowledge in. Mm-hmm. We know how to podcast, we know how to film, we know how to post. Okay, how can we apply this into now the next chapter? Exactly. You put everything under the same umbrella, shit, your shit's gonna build up. Mm-hmm. Your best piece of advice that you can give a young a young Gio, <laughs> uh, a young graphic designer, a young graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, honestly, don't put up with what anyone has to say. Uh, 
about your work. Um, a lot of the earlier stuff that I was kind of dabbling in, a lot of people kind of just looked at me like, raised an eyebrow and being like, okay. And yeah, no, just not listening to that negativity because there's going to be a lot of people that have a lot to say with what you're working with. And same thing with uh, well, that you have to, I kind of already, you know, growing up in that environment and like going through those, those loopholes kind of really helped me taking those, uh, taking all that negativity and that critique, the critiquing pretty much, uh, it helps you build the steel skin, you know, have a tough skin, Yeah, tough skin. And you got to know how to roll with the punches. Exactly. And yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. That's another one. Thank you for having me. Pepe, come here, bro. I got a good question for you. All right, now I'm joined in by my man, Mr. Pepe, a.k.a. manager, a.k.a. the guy that budgets the whole thing. Doesn't let me waste any stupid money anymore. Well, nah, I still do. Only in San Diego. Only in San Diego. All right, question that we got. She likes me, wants all the perks of a relationship, but doesn't want the title. Told her out of way, but is that devaluating myself in the process? Oof. I guess you got to think about what you want. If you want the same thing, then... Go for it. You're not really devaluating yourself if you're in that same boat and that's what you want. You believe in, you have, you could wait for the, if that person isn't ready to be in a relationship, you're willing to wait for her? If she's the right person, maybe. But again, at the same time, it's just, it comes with timing. Mm. I think it's uh, the timing. Okay, kind of, we have to kind of elaborate on this. Timing and, and how, like, what if you're ready, right? Again, to the question, you're ready, and you see her just living her life. Do you feel like you're wasting your time waiting there, or you're just like, you're minding your own business? Or you're not getting too attached at that same time? You got to keep your options open. I'm not going to... There we go. There we go. There we go. Just got to keep your options open, you know? Uh, if she doesn't want anything serious, then let's not make it serious. We can have some fun. <laughs> we can have that's my guy right there yeah is it i think one of the again the big one of the biggest topics relationships one of the questions i got yesterday was not a lot of people are willing to date or ready to date they say they want to start dating and then when it comes down to it they don't want that responsibility of what it what it comes with they don't want the title they want, they want everything the benefits they want, they want the, benefits, the benefits but they don't want the title that's right do you think so you do you think Putting a title to it changes everything? I think it just makes it more serious. Once you put a title, you're official. Does it matter about posting your significant other? Now like now that we've been in like social media more and stuff like that, do you think it matters if you post your significant other? I think that's something you got to run by your significant other. Do they want to be posted? There's people that do and then there's people that don't. That's facts. So you can't just assume, you can't just assume that you can post them or that you're going to post them, you know? But like for you, so if you're the type of person that doesn't post anybody like that and she comes up to you like, yo, why don't you post me? But like, you know, like you have a, I don't know, because once you start posting people and then you got to erase people, I don't know. Why erase them though? They were a part of your life at one point. God damn. That's true. I mean, good or bad, right? They were a part of your life. If she asked me to delete, then I guess I'll delete them. But it's not because I chose to delete. It's because she told, she told me to delete. Is relationship 50-50 or 100-100? Damn. Damn, that one got me stuck, huh? 
50 50 because 50 50 equals 100. Oh, you can't have 200. Oh, you're an overachiever. You're an overachiever. Well, I don't know. When people say 50 50, and someone like, oh, you have to go 100 and 100, but there has to be a balance of who's doing the work in the relationship, right? Like, there has to be, if I'm willing to do this for you, what are you willing to do for me? Sometimes, and kind of how we're saying with Ashley, some people do the full hundred and then they get only 50 back. And they're like, yo, like, what the fuck? I'm putting everything into this, yet I'm not getting anything in return. And then that's where you got to, I guess, evaluate if you're okay with just uh, receiving 50% from that person. If what do you, you don't, step back. Last question. What do you do when the person you love or have feelings for doesn't like you back? You move on. You stop having feelings for that person. That's it. Why are you going to waste your emotions and your time into somebody that doesn't care about you that way? That's my guy. That's how we do it. Join in by the shooter, Mr. Jose No Way. What up? That fool can't see anything even though we're inside. <laughs> Let me take these off. All right. <laughs> All right. Big question. How do you deal with a narcissist? Uh, I I feel like dealing with a, a lot of that specific problem or just any problem in general, at least for me, I've been more, I tend to not make it phase me or at least just not ignore it unless I, I like the person. I I treat that f- person as a family, but I tend to not let people, negativity or just issues affect me as much anymore. If you allow yourself to feel or get that type of emotional attachment, do you feel like you can't function the same way? I used to. I used to just because I'm like, okay, what am I, what am I doing wrong? But if you're comf- confident and comfortable with yourself and you know that you're doing the right thing, I feel like it shouldn't let, uh, let it bother you or be that negative if you want to be, if you're confident in yourself. Oh, yeah. All right, what are your, your top two non-negotiables for living a happy, fulfilled life? Yeah. Uh, I feel like not being insecure because being insecure brings that negativity into your life mm. and just questioning you if, like, if... I give you a reason for you to question me or to have those insecurities, then I get it. But if I don't give you that reason, then why are we stressing ourselves? No. The other one, uh, honestly, just honesty, (laughs) honesty, just being honest with yourself and with your partner or your friendship, your relationship, whatever the case is. Um, What's the worst thing that can happen? Obviously, yeah, they might be mad. You that you might ruin it, but you can live with yourself. You can maybe you guys can work with uh work out the situation. It doesn't have to be oh let me lie because he's gonna he's gonna be mad at me. Well, so what? They're gonna be mad for what a couple of days? Just work it out. Damn, the shooters have advice. That's fair. Hey Jen, you want to get on this one? Joined in by the the most tattered person on the team, Miss Genesis. All right. Big question. And this is only coming from a place of that we've been through 
ourselves, right? That's the only thing we can ever speak on, things that we've been through ourselves. How do you get out a of a dark space, a, being in your mind? You got to sit through it. You know what's so crazy? So you did the post for me where I said you have to sit in the ugly, right? Yeah. So I've been going through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other day I was actually like just bawling my eyes out. And then someone turned around and slapped me with my own words and said, sit in the ugly. And I was like, dang, I can't even say anything about that. Like, you're right. Yeah, I think like uh, Gio was saying earlier, like sometimes we don't, we can give everybody else advice. But when it comes down to our personal, we're just like, nah, not the time. You got to help yourself. You no gotta, one else can help you through it. Like, you literally got to sit there and just feel everything. Yeah. Because really when we talked about being in a, in a dark space, I, one of the worst things you could possibly do is do nothing. Do nothing with your life. Do nothing about your situation. Do nothing about the problem that you're facing at that moment of, of time. Because being in, just being alone teaches you something, but not doing anything at all, like, you're going to be more depressed. You're not changing anything. Like, if you can change it, cool. Of course. Go ahead. And then not just that. Obviously, take the time, sit in the ugly, but also t- it takes a village. And I'm very proud to have my village of you guys and my girls. You know, you were like, let's go. Let's go to the gym. I'm like, I don't want to. You're like, I don't care. Let's go. And not guess what? We went to the gym and yeah. we hit it. It's because how Jose was saying, there's non-negotiables. When you, you have to go and do the work. If you stop showing up for yourself, then who the fuck is going to show up for you? And that's the point is, like, every, you, everybody can extend their hand for you. Hey, I'll help you. I'll help you. But if you're not extending that your own hand to, like, okay, let me receive that help, then you're just going to fall down. You're going to drown. Like, at the end of the day, sitting alone works, works amazing. But you have to be willing to walk that path alone also. And along the way, then your village comes in. Because your village isn't going to carry you the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to... If you don't want to work, cool, that's on you. But if you're ready, let's let's, let's run do it. it. Let's yeah. run it. I think that uh, I was telling Pepe earlier, I was like, bro, like I'm we can't have your team has to be able to function on all cylinders at it at all times. Even though you have a bad day every once in a while, hey, a bad day is still a day that you were alive. So do the what's best for it. It's bad for the moment. Yeah. So for you. Knowing that you're getting out of like this this bad headspace, what what is saving you? Honestly, God. I feel like if I didn't know God, I could be in a very deeper of like of a bad space if I didn't know God. But I also know because of him, I have blessings coming to me. And that's what's keeping me going. Honestly, like, if I can have nothing in this world but God, like, that's it. That's keeping me going. Because at the end of the day, like, you can literally be broke, dirt, like, yeah. and God is not going to leave you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that one person that will never leave you. Thanks. But, yeah. Did it. That's it. Yep. Oh, my boy. What's up? We got Dylan back in the house. We're chilling. I'm trying to finish my shit because I got no energy right now. I'm like, All right, deal. This this is like I said. This question was straight for you. Would you leave your significant other for your celebrity crush? Damn. Okay. I told what? you the questions were best fitting for each one. 
Wait, what if she is wait, my wait, celebrity wait, wait. crush? No, no, no. Who is your celebrity crush? Damn, I got a couple. I got a couple. Top two. Shit. My hall pass? God damn, that's a hard one. <laughs> I was going to say Shadi Bay, but I already, I'm already dating Shadi Bay, so I don't know. Um, damn. I don't know her name. I don't know her name. Where did she come out from? Fuck. I forgot what movie. Don't tell me the Triple X movie, so. No, 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 no. Chill. <laughs> the Hub. Subscribe to the Hub. I forgot what movie she comes out in. Um, I forgot the name of the movie. But, uh, damn, that's a hard one. I got a couple, that's why, but. The one that you remember. Come on. Give us a name. Give us a name. I'm trying to remember the damn movie. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's like it went blank all of a sudden. Um, okay, well, we'll just skip the, the celebrity crush one and go straight to a question because I have to went blank. Okay, so would you leave your significant other for the celebrity crush? Nah. Nah, I'd say nah. I would. <laughs> you said you're I like, would. you would. Like, if Chris Brown walked into the door, Genesis would be like, hell yeah. Oh, the girl from Barbie? Oh, the girl from Barbie? Nah, I mean, me gusta en Latina. Nah, I don't think I would. Personally, I don't think I would. Nah. Nah? No, no, no. All right. Next question. Where we at? Where we at? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that little laugh, bro. That little laugh. Let's get someone put, why doesn't my crush like me back? I bet you ugly as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I love you. Um, I don't know. You got to put yourself out there in front, like, in front of your crush or something. How do you? Okay, so I think the, a better question is, how do you gain the confidence in yourself to you be the, out there? To be honest, I think you have to lie to yourself to get that confidence. Like, you have to go, let's say you don't wear shorts, and you want to have the confidence to go out in shorts. You have to wear shorts and be like, I look good in shorts. Even though you don't fucking look good in shorts, you know? But you have to lie to yourself in order to be comfortable later on and be like, okay, like now I'm comfortable in shorts, you know? Yeah. I'd say. You have to lie to yourself just a little, just a little, to put yourself out there. (laughs) All right. Dude, hit us with your best piece of advice first. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say something stupid as fuck. I was going to be like, Echela, afuera no entro. <laughs> Best piece of advice. Okay, let me see. Shit. Um, Best piece of advice would be... I'd say, remember to take one step back to take two steps forward. I think it would be that because a lot of us always want to progress and go forward and forward, but sometimes there's something blocking that way. So sometimes you have to move back, analyze the situation and move in a different direction. So, yeah. Facts. No. So again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, subscribing, following, sharing. We, you, you brought up a great point. We honestly wouldn't be here standing, living, breathing if it wasn't for the power above. Of course. Giving thanks, being grateful for all the blessings and even the, the trials that, that he's been giving us, right? Because without those trials, then we would not learn how to live a happier life and how to know and be grateful for what we have in front of us. And right? honestly, it's so hard because it's like 
you ask God, God, give me patience. God, give me, <gasps> give me strength. You know, God tests you. Like the test be testing. Yeah, there is, <laughs> oh, man. When you have to be very mindful of what you ask for. You have to be very direct and very specific because although he is an all-knowing God, he yeah. will, like, he wants you specifically to ask specifically, like, what is yeah. it that you want? There was, yeah, because if, if you're not specific on what you want, like, you're just going to get something similar to what you were asking for, right? But it's like even when you're with relationships, friendships, and boyfriend, girlfriends, if you don't tell them directly what you want, they will never know. Exactly. They wouldn't know what to what what to give you, what what to offer you when you're not being up up front and forward of hey, I need this, yes. right? I want success. Success comes with a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of trials and tribulations. And it also depends on what kind of success. Yes. there's so many types of um, different types of success, and everyone sees it differently too. Um, so it's like you have to be specific on what you want like yeah. very into detail and that's what he that's what god wants for you yeah like i'm i'm, I'm honestly one of one of the biggest things that why i wanted you to sit down with me on this portion because just i've seen my life progress in a very rapid pace when i decided to surrender everything that was happening already because i couldn't fight no more like i i there was i was doing everything else normal but there was things that I was missing that I was not, I wasn't giving myself. Mm -hmm. I said, everything that's happening is because I'm, I'm doing it. It's me. Oh, yeah. And God will do that. He will bring you to the bottom. He will humiliate I can't say Humiliate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he will He will do humble that. you. He's going to humble you. Super quick. Yeah. And he will make sure you hit rock bottom because people say God is a firm foundation. He is the rock bottom. He will make you hit rock bottom which is him where you can't go anywhere else but turn to him and be like all right god you know what i surrender all to you and yeah. then that's when he's like now i got your full attention now i'm gonna start blessing you yeah once you start doing that internal work for yourself and for you being a little bit selfish then you're gonna start receiving the grace you're gonna yes. start re receiving little gifts here and there in different parts of your life whether it's financially whether it's opportunities or whether it's health you're going to get it and you have to be able to embrace that and acknowledge that, hey, I received this today. Even though all this other stuff is is going down the drain, here's my little piece of grace. I found a dollar on the floor. I, You know, today, even as funny as it sounds, going to go get food and you didn't get charged for the food. Like little, just little signs that you have to really pay attention to. Again, you have to live your life with your eyes open. And you have to believe that when you close your eyes, you got to ask for what you want and you got to envision what you want. Also, speaking things into existence is, is a very powerful thing. And people don't understand that, that you hold every single power in your hands and in your, your voice. Your tongue is a powerful, powerful thing. Yes. Honestly. You have to really speak into existence. Tell yourself how beautiful you are. Tell yourself how great you are, how amazing you are. And that you're capable of doing everything and anything that you set out your mind to, no matter what the external noise is. Um, I wanted, I wanted literally to say like, you have to be thankful for everything you have in your life, right? For the bad, the good, the ugly, the ugly, the, and oh, man, 
It's crazy. We being it's a blessing to be alive, to wake up. Life is a blessing that we don't we honestly take advantage of it a lot. Yeah, people sit down and the more you complain, the more you're wasting time on living in a happier life. And I think that's where we are all sitting now. I know me and you are are in that journey where it's like, yo, I got to heal myself. And once I'm in this healing process, life just turns out. It's a lot brighter than what I anticipated. The clouds start to move away. Because God got his, you know. You have him, he will have you. Like, yeah. he will bless his people. And if you're if you're receiving those blessings, I promise you, share that that light with the next person because they may be going through something that you may never know. And the way you interact with them, the way you talk to them, the way you show your love to them will most likely change his life. And you never know. You may have saved that person's life that day. So Toast Light Podcast, baby. Most authentic, most organic podcast out here. Let's go. Yeah.